She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. everyone, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. Well, the episode I'm bringing to you for the month of October is Season 3, Episode 10, TV or Not TV. This is from November 14th, 1987. In this episode, Vicky is asked to appear in a serial commercial. This episode's got a 7.7 out of 10, which feels relatively high in my estimation. So, Selig Frank is the director, writers Warren S. Murray, Bruce Kane, Howard Leeds, the creator, Barbara London, and Regine Christie. Wait a minute, is this person related to Dick Christie? Oh, no, wait a minute. Dick Christie spells his last name with an E at the end. Uh, we got Steve Granot, Bell or Mel Shearer, a whole plethora of people (laughs) writing this episode. Why do they need so many? The title is based upon the often used quote from Shakespeare's play Hamlet, to be or not to be. I had to actually attempt to memorize that for a drama class. Stood on a darkened stage with a single spotlight, and I... Yeah, could not. I I can't even remember if anyone else got all the way through. They might have. All right, so without further ado, let's check out TV or not TV. I mean, I think a better episode would be the family trying to, like, go without TV for even a day or a week. Just see if they actually could do it. Like, make a bet with each other. But then again, back then, if you missed your favorite shows, you missed them forever. You did not get to see them until umpteen damn years down the road when when you could either buy them on DVD, find them on YouTube, or have, luckily enough, to have a streaming service that is actually streaming the show. Wow. But I guess there's just something about seeing it live. Oh, I mean, honestly, Full House, just the episode, you'd always get the episode promos, and especially during, like, Sweeps Month, like, February and, um, I think May, the hard-hitting, big, like, oh, you don't want to miss this episode, this episode's gonna be big, huge. I mean, those are the episodes you look marked on your calendar to make sure you were there so you could see it. Not everyone had the luxury of being able to tape it off the TV. <laughs> All right, let's see what's up with TV or not TV. My, okay, I get, I think, oh, I think this is going to be a thing where Bonnie, but I don't think we get Bonnie in this episode. But I think it was got to be a thing where Harry comes over, she's bragging about how there's a local TV commercial, and she's going to be in it. She's thinking she's going to be a star, and then Joan's like, oh, no, no, no. I want Vicky to do this. Or maybe it's a thing where Jamie's being bit by the acting bug and he wants to go offer this commercial and then the person directing, producing it sees Vicky and wants to go with her instead. I'm just curious what way, because you guys know I don't watch these episodes ahead of time, so this is basically anyone's guess. Who hasn't seen the episode. Okay, so, for some weird-ass reason, I don't fucking know why IMDb has a different title than what YouTube and what this actual episode I have downloaded says. It says, Breakfast of Criminals. What the fuck is that? Oh, you know what? Let's just get into the episode, because I'm curious what that could mean so many things. The person who's probably doing this commercial could even be, I don't know, a pervert. 
I, I just, I, now I'm getting weird ass, I'm getting weird vibes here with this. I don't like Breakfast of Criminals. Whew. All right, let's see what this is about. All right, so we got Jamie and Vicky watching the TV. I don't know what exactly they're watching. But is it just me or I think Jamie needs a haircut because his hair is getting relatively long. Not to mention the spotlight from above is actually reflecting. That light is reflecting off his hair. Wow, even in 1987, we were sick to death of commercials. At least in the movies, you only had to worry about the, you know, you, you got to look forward to the previews, not like 20 plus minutes of previews mixed in with ads for shows and behind the scenes shit and stuff like that. But I feel your pain, Jamie. Luckily enough, there are streaming services that you had to pay extra not to get ads and commercials. It's like, I mean, how else are they going to get that stuff in your home if they don't, like, put it right in front of your face? to give up some of their time so parts of the movie can be seen. Might as well turn it off, Mickey. Oh, some of those commercials really bug me. They insult your intelligence. The ones that bug me are when they use the overly cutesy kid. Oh, I love that cereal. It's yummy for my tummy. It's that nummy treat that's filled with zip. Just one bite makes me twip. That's not bad. If you lose your two front teeth, you just might have a new career in commercials. commercials are like man you get okay if you have like an hour show right it's happened to me all the time when i watch this is this is us you have an hour show right no you have an hour time slot with like maybe 40 if that minutes of show and 20 plus minutes of fucking commercials it's like they have a scene boom go to commercial Five minutes of commercials. Come back. Have another scene. Boom. Now you're going back. It's just like you're seeing more commercials than you are in the damn show. It sucks. And none of the shit that they're advertising anything you want to have. But, I mean, Jamie was trying to watch Flash Gordon, which Ted's like, oh, my gosh, I loved that show as a kid. What episode were you watching? And 
Yeah, because, yeah, and it's another thing about the volume is so high when it comes to the damn commercials. You gotta, like, turn your TV all the way down. He's finally like, you know what, mute the TV, Vicky, because I don't want to. And then when the show comes on, you're like, oh, her, I, I gotta turn the volume up. I can't hear it anymore. I, nowadays, I feel like I can't watch anything without subtitles on it. I have to have subtitles. But this leads into a discussion of commercials and how much they suck. And not to mention that, then it gets pushed into, yeah, well, Joan's talking about how, you know, the kid commercials with the, the cereal and, oh, you know, all this shit's bad for you. It's got all this crap in it. Because Vicky puts a cookie in her mouth, she's able to analyze the ingredients right off the bat. There's like bleached flour, red dye, this, that, and the other. And apparently Jamie's polished off nine of those cookies. And the, the, the fact that Ted even says, oh, you're supposed to be eating healthy. I'm like, fuck you. Sure, we're all supposed to be eating healthy. You know how expensive that shit is? You can't even get j junk food or just anything at the grocery store. You can barely get groceries you you can get a handful of things for like a hundred damn dollars it's insane and it's just me and my husband we don't have any kids i couldn't even begin to imagine i mean if you wanted a grocery bill under a hundred dollars a week i guess you're having like ramen noodles and rice aroni and chicken pot pies but even that stuff's gone up in price it's, it's insane but, <laughs> Ted also was talking about, like, the, the kids trying to sell, like, the juice or the cookies. And they're, like, <laughs> and make the cereal sound so yummy in my tummy. And Joan says, oh, Ted, if you lost your two front teeth, you might be able to be a child star <laughs> in a commercial. Well, it makes me think of the girl... From the blonde-haired girl from the Welch's commercial in the 90s looked just like Travis Tedford, who played Spanky in the 1994 Little Rascals movie. I swear they looked like those two kids could have been related. Anyway, that same girl was cast as the seventh child between Carol and Frank Lambert on Step by Step, this little Welch's girl. She's got the same creepy, creepy smile. But, yeah, and step by step. And another reason I bring that up is because as of yesterday, October 5th, 15th, Suzanne Summers sadly passed away from her battle with cancer. And I was at work and I was talking to, you know, employees, my staff that is, like, at least 20 years younger than me. I'm like, oh, Suzanne Summers. Well, not to mention Piper Laurie died. They had no idea who either of those people. I'm like, yeah, she was on Step by Step and Three's Company. And Piper Laurie was Carrie's mom and Carrie and also in the faculty. And they had, I mean, it's just such a generation gap. But anyway, it's just, yeah. How I refer to Step by Step is basically the 90s version of what the Brady Bunch was. You got two parents. Each has got the opposite gender of kids. Like, Carol had Karen, Mark, and whatever the fuck. What was Stacy? I forgot her name. Um... It wasn't Dinah. Dana. It was Dana. Dana, Karen, and Mark. And then Frank, um, Patrick Duffy's character, Frank, had J.T. Al, who is short for Allison, and then Brendan, or Brandon, which, by the way, that kid, they tossed his ass towards, I was watching a much later episode with... You know, around with my husband, he's like, didn't they have another kid? What happened to the young boy, the other boy? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess they swapped him out when uh, Carol got pregnant with the girl. I'm like, what the? I don't know. This is not a step-by-step -step podcast. However, yeah, I was going to say, I thought that uh, at one point, step-by-step -step had been on Hulu along with other 
TGIF shows, and apparently it was taken off. They still have Family Matters on there, though. So now that Vicky can eat stuff, she's able to identify what's in the product. Well, that's great. Jamie's already ready for lunch. Like, you just ate nine cookies, man. <laughs> Slow down. Well, that's his version of brunch, I guess. So Joan's like, because he says, hey, Mom, when do we eat? When do we have lunch? And she says, well, as soon as you go to the market, here's the list. Oh, and by the way, you can take Vicky with you. So Vicky's like, oh, we'll remember the Pampers. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't need those. I'm like, no, but one day you may need depends down the road for incontinence issues. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe not everyone needs them. Call it the adult version of Pampers. <laughs> so as soon as Jamie gets outside, Harriet is literally in his face. Like, oh, where are you going, Jamie? What are you doing? Can I come with you? Like, girl, go hang out at home with your parents. I know they don't like you, apparently, but, um, and they use you for their own selfish needs, whether it's to get famous or get rich or just to swindle people. That's why they have Harriet. And it's so sad. I mean, not Kimmy Gibbler full house neglect sad, but still sad. I mean, Herod's annoying, so. Thanks, I'd love to go with you. No, you're not invited. I didn't invite you. <laughs> I'll forgive the oversight. <laughs> see what kind of food you like so I can cook for you. They say the road to a man's heart is through his stomach. And with a stomach like this, it's a long drive. Um. Hey, look, it's uh, some weird off-brand of golden. Oh, Trey, how's it going, kids? Listen, we're testing a new cereal, Crunchy Pops, and we'd like to get your expert opinion on how good it tastes. How about you, pretty lady? You hear that, Jamie? He called me pretty lady. Okay. Sure, he's trying to sell you something. Yeah, exactly. Step right over here, take a taste, and tell me what you think. Okay. It tastes like shit. Well, is this a cereal that you'd recommend to your friends? Hell no. Only if they were dogs. <laughs> Is this a dog food person? How about you, young man? Would you like to try some crunchy pops? Are you kidding? That stuff's for kids. I eat the breakfast food of jocks. Sugar cleat. <laughs> How about you, young lady? Would you like to try some? I'd like to try some. Oh, great. Great. Well, help yourself. with crunchy pop cereal sounds like the biggest knockoff of corn pops approaches them and says hey you want to try this new cereal pretty girl <laughs> talking to harriet and she he basically pulls her to the side next to this table that's set up with crunchy pops that's probably been sitting in milk and fermenting <laughs> she tries it He's like, hey, would you recommend this cereal to all your friends? He's like, yeah, only my friends are dogs. This tastes like shit. What the hell? You think people are going to buy this crap? So he goes over to Jamie. Jamie's like, hey, look, that's for kids, all right? I only eat, like, cleat puffs or whatever. <laughs> the cereal of jocks. You ain't a jock, Jamie. So, he's like, uh, oh, there's one other kid over there. Hey, little girl, how about you? Pointing to Vicky, goes over to her. You want to try this cereal? She says, I would like to try this cereal. She does, and then she does the routine from probably a cereal commercial mixed with Ted's impersonation of a toothless child that's 
trying to advertise and get you to buy, like, life cereal. Mikey, he likes it. Even adds a couple flips in there. So, now we're back at home, and this damn guy, how the fuck he found out? He was tailing them, because they're walking, they're on foot, so you know he was following them home. This guy is a, is a freaking pedo. I would not want him around any kids. Not to mention, he wasn't with anyone else. There was no other executives, anyone, you know, um, I, I don't even think this guy's a, a serial person. I think he's just some pervert who's trying to, uh, yeah. Well, so let's see where this goes. Remember me? Market. <laughs> yeah. Are your folks home? Yeah, that's my dad. And he's potty trained. <laughs> Hi, uh, what can I do for you? I'm Zach Davis. How do you do? Here's my card. What is it, honey? Zach Davis, Tauber, Mel, Lambert, and Swanson. Advertising. Uh-huh. What can I do for you, Mr. Davis? Well, I hope you don't mind, but I got your address from the market where you shop. I'd like to talk to you about Vicky. May I come in? Uh, not going to the market anymore. Uh, what about Vicky, Mr. Davis? Well, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I, I think she is terrific, and I want to use her for a television commercial for Crunchy Pops. What's Crunchy Pops? <laughs> well, it's a breakfast cereal. It's very healthy for kids. It's full of fiber. Are you serious? Does Orphan Annie need eyeballs? <laughs> you see, she is fresh and, and natural. She, she has this wholesome quality. And most important of all, she, she likes Crunchy Pops. Uh, Jamie, why don't you and Vicky give us some refreshments while we discuss this with Mr. Davis? Okay, Mom. Come on, Vicky. Mr. Davis, we really appreciate your interest in Vicky, but uh, she's never done any acting. Well, that's even better. That means she doesn't have the worst thing that can happen to a child actor. What's that? A stage mother. <laughs> Sometimes a stage father, too. Oh. They're real pain in the neck. They're always interfering, always giving their kids a star complex. And... Little Snookums wants a bigger dressing room. <laughs> little Snookums wants more lines. Little Snookums wants all the other little Snookums fired. <laughs> I wouldn't touch him with a ten-foot pole. Well, you don't have to worry about that with us, Mr. Davis. Great. Because our little Snookum... I mean, Vicky isn't going to be in your commercial. No. Sorry, Mr. Davis. Well, can't we talk about it? There'd be no. no point. It's a matter of principle. We'd pay you $15,000. Still, if it were done tastefully, I think... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Joni, uh, can I talk to you? Well, uh, Mr. Davis, will you excuse us for a minute, please? Uh, Joni? <laughs> Honey, that's a lot of money. Well, I know, but still... I mean, it, it, would, it might pay for Jamie's college education. Never thought about that. And he said it was a good product, so uh, why don't we let her do it just this once, huh? I guess it couldn't hurt it if they do it, like you said, tastefully. Right. Besides, I got a lot of time and money invested in that robot. I think it's about time she brought a couple of bucks into the house. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. Uh, Mr. Davis, uh, we've decided to let Vicky do the commercial. Oh, that's wonderful. That's really, I want to be paid up front, though. All right, look, here's the contract. It's, it's just standard stuff. You go ahead and read it through and sign it. Any questions? When do we get the money? <laughs> I'd want the money up front. That's a good question. You'll get it right after we do the commercial. And we're going to do it at the market where I discovered Vicky. Oh. I'll call you later and give you all the details. <laughs> this is great. An unspoiled kid with unspoiled parents. In my business, that's harder to find than lips on a chicken. <laughs> We agreed to let Vicky do that commercial for Crunchy Pop cereal. <laughs> I plan for Crunchy Pops. <laughs> so, I would not be going back to that market, or I'd be demanding, why are you giving my address out to strangers? I mean, I get it's 1987, but <laughs> yeah, they don't know shit about that guy. He says he's a advertiser he even gives a card that's got like five plus people's names before his own and he says oh also um your daughter likes crunchy pop so i want to put her in a commercial of course joan and ted are like that isn't gonna happen that's just not gonna happen 
It's like, hey, your kid is unspoiled. And the worst thing about child actors is their stage parents because they start making demands and the kid is a spoiled brat and this and that. You all are none of that. So he offers them, because they're de- like, we're not doing that. She's not an actor. She's never acted in her life. And I don't give a shit if she likes your cereal. It's not happening. The moment he throws down, you'll get $15,000 for this commercial. I would have been, I want the money up front. Show me you have $15,000 and maybe a... And the thing is, they're also thinking, hey, $15,000 for Jamie's college, which... Uh, <laughs> would that be like for the first fucking semester? <laughs> I mean, I know college was not nearly as expensive. I mean, because Jamie's 12, right? And it's 1987. So I'm guessing that by the time he gets to college eight years later, it's going to be 1996. Uh, I still you know, I think I don't know how far 15,000 is going to stretch, especially if he goes out of state to college or how much a dorm would be, you know, all that, all that shit. I mean, I think they're jumping the gun with the college. What if he doesn't even want to go to college? Who knows? And the fact that Ted, right within earshot of the guy, he doesn't hear, but he's like, it's about time, you know, I spend a lot of time and money on that robot. I want, you know, why doesn't she bring home a couple bucks? Why doesn't she make us money somehow? Well, you keep hiding her from the world, yet you still want to somehow show the world what she can do. Can't have it both ways, man. You can't have it both ways. So, like, hey, let's try. And he does give them the contract to look over and sign. He doesn't, like, just sign the contract. You don't need to read it. Doesn't do that. Just, like, hey, look it over. Sign it. We'll go from there. We're also going to film in the supermarket where I discovered Vicky. So, all right, here we go. Let's see how this goes down. I'm so proud. Just think, odd little Vicky doing a big television commercial. Okay, everybody, it's project time. Hey, listen, kid, you want to give me a hand? Sure, what do you want me to do? Well, stand right over here and hold up this slate board. And when I say market, I want you to say, Crunchy Pops commercial, Vicky Lawson, take one. Then you slam down the top part and duck out of the picture, okay? Okay. Great. Now, you know what to do, right, honey? Right, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Roma. And market, Jamie. This is Crunchy Pops commercial, Vicky Lawson, take one. Ow! <laughs> All right, Vicky, say your line and then open the box. Action. There's no better way than to start your day with a big bowl of Crunchy Pops. Yeah, cut, cut, hold it, hold it, hold it. Uh, what's the matter with her? I need some uh, animation, some excitement here. She's standing there like a robot. She is a robot. Uh, no, I mean, uh, she's just a little nervous, uh, Mr. Davis. Give me a second with her. Say it like the kids do on television. You know, like this. There's no better way to start your day with a big bowl of Uh, I think she'll be all right now, Mr. Davis. Oh, great. Okay, let's try it again, honey. Jamie, mark it. This is Crunchy Pops commercial, Vicki Lawson, take two. Pretty good, huh? Get out of the fucking shot. Terrific. Get out. Oh, how did you plan to do that? By starring in your commercial instead of Vicky. 
Please, go away so we can get on with this, okay? Okay, but you'll regret it. Someday, when I'm a big star accepting my Oscar, and I'm thinking all the little people who helped me, I won't even mention your name. No, I don't care. Yum, yum. The next time Mommy goes to the market, tell her to bring you home a big box of Frenchie Pops. The cereal that doesn't snap or crackle. It just lays there quietly so you can watch TV. <laughs> that was good. All right, that's the keeper. Terrific, Vicky. All right, wrap it up and load the stuff in the van. And make sure to get our parking ticket validated. <laughs> she is terrific. Now, look, tomorrow morning, I'm going to introduce her to the press as the Crunchy Pops girl. I'll pick her up around 11, and then I'll bring you her a check. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Oh, Mr. Davis, by the way, I, I couldn't help noticing, but aren't you supposed to have a list of the ingredients of the cereal on the side of the box? Oh, well, this is a mock-up box that we use just for the commercial. Yeah, the real boxes will have the ingredients on the side. Ingredients. Crunchy Pups contains 2% wheat substitute, 17% preservatives, and 81% sugar. Holy fuck! Yeah. How did she know that? Never mind how she knows. With those ingredients, this cereal is poison for kids. You said it was healthy, lots of fiber. Well, it does have lots of fiber. Only if you eat the box. Yeah. $15,000. Got an idea. How are you going to stop him from using it, Dad? Well, remember what he said about hating child actors with star complexes and interfering stage parents? That he wouldn't go near them with a 10-foot pole? Yes. Wait till he sees us tomorrow. <laughs> Alright, so they got her down there. Of course, the first take is a no-go because she sounds like a damn robot. <laughs> And even the guy's like, well, wait a minute, no, she needs to sound like alive, peppy, she's selling a cereal. So, Ted goes like, hey, I got this, don't worry. So he goes over to Vicky and says, hey, look, be more energetic, you know, like, blah, 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 you know, like you see the kids on like, cereal commercials and shit like that. She's like, oh, yeah, I got that. Okay, so she does it, and they've done, she has a break in the box in half, which they didn't, they should have honestly said, okay, you, you got your lines, good, but here's the direction that you're going to need. You're going to open the box like this, you're going to pour, you're going to pour the milk, you're going to, you know, do all that stuff. But they went through at least 18, 19, 20 plus takes. We didn't see the other 17. Harriet, God damn it, has to jump in there. It's like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. You're not wanted or needed. Go. I swear that market must be, like, literally right around the corner from their houses. So, they do great. Of course, with Vicky being able to tell what's in the ingredients on the cereal. 81% sugar? But there's, like, wheat substitute in there, which is, like, 2% or something to that effect. And, and well, John even looks at the box, like, well, where the hell are the ingredients on here? And he's like, it's a mock box. We'll have the actual box, you know, with the nutrition and all that stuff on there. And they're like, yeah, we're not selling, we're not going to give our child's image to help you sell this shit cereal. And Ted even says, you're basically poisoning children. This isn't healthy at all. Doc, guys, I don't see you guys eating any healthy stuff. What, when did this family, be, when did the Lessons become a healthy food family? It's like, to each their own grapes. That's great that you want to eat healthy. That's great that you want to have gluten-free and this and that and organic and what and grow your own. That's great. You all do you. That's great. Some people like to indulge, you know, and then, you know, others. It's like everyone's got their own preferences, you know, their own way of how they do that. I'm not trying to shame anybody by your eating habits. But anyway, getting back to this. They're like, we're not having Vicky associated with your cereal. And he's like, well, excuse me, but you signed a contract, and I have it on film, and I'm going to present it, 
And he says, I'm going to pick Vicky up. The, uh, you're not taking their kid anywhere by yourself. This guy has like one person rolling the camera. I mean, they're filming it in the market. There's not like a studio with a backdrop of a kitchen or a kitchen table. None of that shit. It's like, this is a crap. Where, where did you find these random, this random, he found them. Like, this ain't not, this is not legit. It's not legit. Where's the factory making the cereal? I want answers. I would be investigating that person. The fact that I hope they read through that contract. Uh, um, they didn't read through it with a fine-tooth comb because it's like, hey, you signed a contract. You're kind of fucked over. Um, they even said, like, we don't want the money. We don't want you airing. It's like, no, hey, you signed a contract. You have no choice. I'd be like, then get, you know, I'd be like, you know what? I want my 15000 and I want like another 5,000 on top of that. So Jamie's like, dad, what are we going to do? You heard him. You signed a contract. You can't get out of this. So Ted's like, Hey, you know how he, this guy hates like stage parents and a spoiled ass brat kid. He like won't touch him with a 10 foot pole. Well, that's what he's going to get when he comes to get, I, I would not even, even with this, that man would not be going just taking your kid. Taking her where? I That's a stranger danger, 110%. Jamie.
I've already booked our little darling into a shopping mall, a parade, and the opening of a car wash. <laughs> For Vicky. And then, of course, Vicky comes in with her own, like, I want to direct. Like, we're going to call the the serial now is going to be renamed Vicky Bits, which sounds creepy. 
Um, also, like, oh, this, this commercial's got to be reshot. We have a new vision of what we want. And the guy can't, yeah, and he's like, I'm just taking her to a press conference. What? Yeah, we also want, like, a movie deal. We want a television series. We want her to walk the red carpet. We want all this. Yeah, because Joan's, like, her PR agent. <laughs> uh, and I guess Ted is just, like, her regular agent. And then, Vic, what? Again! It's like the fucking Marilyn Monroe shit from... What was it? Was it season one, two? Something like that? And just like, stop! Stop dressing her like that! Good grief! It's creepy! So, he's like, you guys are all the worst stage parents to spoil brat child. I wouldn't touch you with a hundred foot pole. So he leaves. It's like, she's out of the commercial. It's not happening. I'm surprised he doesn't just go and use her image anyway. But, I'm like, And Joan's like, oh, we can't keep it. I'm like, the hell you can't? He's got footage of your kid that he could use whenever he wants because you signed the contract. Even though he ripped that contract up. It's like, oh, I, I want that. And, and Ted's like, I can't. That's $15,000. In 1987, $15,000. So, it was just like, I can't do it. And Joan, Joan rips it up. I'm like, no. And... They're like, Vicky, we're going to get ready for dinner, said the table. And she says, no, i got to take a bubble bath and, like, answer my fan mail. <laughs> this was cute. I liked, like, the last half of the episode is just, I, I got to give it to the cast, definitely. They really, I like when they do funny, kooky stuff like that. This this was a fun episode. I was a little worried, like, I wouldn't like it. But it's, it's definitely good. And that's coming off the Bad Seed episode, too. I was just worried, like... The episode was like, oh, it might be a clunker because it's coming off such a highly anticipated episode, or at least in my mind it was. So, okay, here we go. November, we got season three, episode 11, The Fats of Life. November 21st, 1987. In this episode, Vicky literally balloons after Ted unwillingly upgrades her energy supplementing polynuclear dyed processor with an appetite, which creates excessive excess digestive gases and causes her a date issue for the... What the hell is she taking on this dance? Oh gosh, we don't see... Uh, fuck! No! Damn this bitch! We gotta see Jessica again? Damn it, we did We fucking just saw her ass. Like, in the beginning of the year. Oh, and we see Warren, so I'm guessing that's who he's... He's go... She's going with Warren. And then someone... There's someone named Wanda. Let's see here. There's... Wasn't there as a, uh... There is a, holy fuck, this guy's like, hold on a second, this guy, is this the same guy who played the bully? Hold on a sec, he's like playing like three different fucking characters. Oh, um, okay, oh, so he's in two other, okay, this is someone else, I'm, I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Alright, so yeah, so that's going to be November, and of course, the last episode of 2023 I'll be covering is Season 3, Episode 12, The Bank Job, Harriet, Jamie, and Vicky foil a bank robber, so. But, oh, 2024 in January is going to be a shit episode. Ooga Mooga. The Lawsons perform at a lodge fundraiser. Fuck that! <laughs> Fuck that one! But hey, at least 2023 goes out on a good note. But, um, yeah, let's, I'm just kind of curious, like, looking at it now, like, what all episodes in 2024. I know I, like, at the end of season two, I kind of went through the episodes of 2023. So, but let's see. I'm just trying to see what all. Okay, so that's, Vicky gives a bank computer dead <laughs> the dead and dead. That's in February. March is bye-bye Brindles, the Lawson's plot to convince the Brindles to move. Which apparently doesn't happen because Brandon invites his sister Ida to move in and she's like, 
I guess supposed to be as bad as what Bonnie Brindle is. <clears throat> we do get another... Is she in this episode? She's not in this episode. When is the last episode of, uh, with Bonnie? That's gotta be coming up, I would imagine. But we gotta see this bitch Jessica again. I'm fucking over her. Why the hell? I mean, she's not a redeeming character. Never will be. Never has been. We also have For Sale by Robot, Vicky accidentally sells and lost his house. Oh, man. Ronald McDonald's house. That one is, um, that's going to be a serious episode. So we got, let's see here. January, February, March, April, May. So in May, I'll be covering the Ronald McDonald house. Jamie stages a play to help a boy cope with leukemia. Oh, gosh, this sounds like a stupid episode. The Russians are coming. Vicky competes with a Soviet robot. Um, <clears throat> hey, we get to see Miss Fernwald again. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Due to Vicky's mishandling of terms, child services officer, Mrs. Fernwald thinks Ted is an alcoholic and threatens to take Vicky away. Oh, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to book it, but that is going to be so far down. It's January, February, March, April, May, June, July. July is when we get to I'll drink to that episode. August, September, form, Jamie forms a rock band. Ida May has amnesia. Who fuck cares? Um, and then we have Book It. We got Safety First. Brandon claims injury. Oh, fuck you, Brandon. Fuck you. He claims injury from Vicky's Heimlich. Just let the guy die. Just let him die. Let that bastard die. I hate that man. He's ugh. I think I hate him probably just as much as Bonnie, but we don't see her anymore after that. Um, when you hear the beep, this is how season three ends, guys. When you hear the beep, Jamie starts an answering service for his friends. Are his friends so damn busy being kids that they don't have time to get to listen to a message? Like, what are you? What is going on in your life that you have no time to be able to listen to an answering machine message? Really? Ugh. All right, so. Again, guys, that's the episode. I am looking forward to the, the episodes coming up. I think it's going to be great. Once I eventually complete season three, I will um, <clears throat> we'll look ahead to season four at the end of uh, when at the end of 2024. So look forward to that. I, at some point, maybe when I start season four, I may be just doing two episodes a month, so that way we can just, that way we're not doing this until, like, 2026, because <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> that's going to be a long podcast, four seasons over the course of, like, six or seven years, so, all right, I hope you all have a great week, bye-bye.